Your call is important to us. Important as hell. Please stay on the line while I'm going to get with you shortly. Dragon Ball Super I think I mean actually Dragon Ball. Super dope. This is cause a nice island tune Cause we were on an island in this episode Android 17 And Son Goku Fucking a poachers Space poachers to outer space Outer space Poachers Fucking a poachers Trying to find a Tauros Tauros Trying to find a toast. And a, a unicorn. 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 Oh, shit. Stuff that's worth big moolah space books. <laughs> so, we just watched episode 87, which is the, the second part of the... Uh, God, this music's so fucking good. Amazing. Which, which is the second part of uh, <laughs> the Android 17 recruitment. Yeah. And uh, what happens? 17's like, now nah, I'm all set. And we then Goku's like, bomb theme. That's what happens. Right. Yeah. I mean, honestly, <laughs> we could not talk about the episode at all and just relish in the fact that Dude. we just got that music so fast. That's two oh, minutes man. at the end of the episode, I was like, Oh, this it's like, all right, well, we beat up the space poaches. You guys yeah. want to hear a cool tune, a cool island tune to melt cool your, a cool your icy heart? Or you can feel the island cool breezes. Your... What's the name of that song? What's the actual name of that song? That's fucking uh, Limit that... Break X Survivor, man. Okay, sure. Come on. I call it Can't I Can't, can't Get No Satisfaction song. But... Mm. Yeah, I mean, that's that's it, too. You also call Bakugo no. Bakugan and Achako Ocho Cinco. And I call so. <laughs> Toki whatever Toriyami. His name's Tok. His name is Tokayami, and you call him Toriyama. Toriyama, yeah. I call him Kamagawa. The other guy. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> yeah, as Goku's about to take no for an answer, space poachers, space poachers from outer space. Yeah, Team Rocket showed up. Right. Okay. So <laughs> Goku enters the seventeen with Goku's the wish. Pokemon. Right. Dude, they had some kind of a tractor beam that like only got the animals. Mm. So I don't know how that works. I don't know, but I mean, maybe it's because Goku and Seventeen were like, "What the fuck's trying to suck us up, man?" Like nah. they didn't get sucked up. And the animals it. were like, "No trees. We no don't nothing, have the abilities that Goku and Seventeen have. No." They were mm-hmm. like, "No, yeah, it's, it must have been like a gravity thing or something." Mm-hmm. So Goku entices Seventeen with a wish on the Super Dragon Balls as he begins to consider Goku's offer. The alien poachers mm-hmm. arrive and abduct all the island's animals. But thankfully, Goku uses his instant transmission in the one time where it's like, man, Goku could just use his instant transmissions. And he actually fucking does it. Him and 17 teleport aboard the spaceship before it can escape. And then after defeating some of the alien poachers, number 17 sets off to defeat the leader while Goku is left with two fucking idiots, jabronis. And he's just like, okay, I guess oh, I'll fight these way, guys. Oh, by the way, I'm really good at this, guys. Like, I kind of like that one. Like, I kind of like that one. Yeah, like, but Goku I mean, knows he's like ah, well whatever. They're my opponent. Well, I'll as soon as they show up, there's like twenty guys, and Goku shoots like a little wind blast and knocks like fucking ten of them into a wall. And, yeah, so these two guys step up and they're and like, and Android well, Seventeen's like, hey, don't blow up the hull of the ship, or the <laughs> animals won't be able to breathe. Tell me how you <laughs> feel about Seventeen's voice, Sleeper. Oh, that's fucking terrible. Stupid. Yeah, you guys don't like it. it? 
yeah. I mean, I prefer the Japanese voice, obviously, in you know, ninety five percent of cases. But I think he just sounds weird. I couldn't even. I didn't even try to do it. Sounds an a little nasally. Of him, but sounds a little nasally. Like but like, mm-hmm. I think they're going for that like robotic, monotone, measured sound, just like Android eighteen. Has. I would. I would be better if he sounded like a fucking robot, like a speaking spell. Well, like straight up Android like, sixteen. Hey, Goku, Son, how Gohan. are you doing? Yeah, I'd be more happy with that. Android sixteen was a fucking one hundred percent. Um, you know, synthetic creation. He was there was no parts of a uh, human of, of Android sixteen. That's yeah, why he had the robot sounds voice. Like, no, it sounds weird. Son Gohan, you hmm. need to let go. Hmm. And like then he's like, speaking spell or something. Yes, Shall let go, Gohan. <laughs> I'm a robot. In case you can't tell, I'm a robot. I like robots. I have a robot vagina. Hmm. And then it sounds like, shut the fuck up, man. That voice annoying and crushes his head. Yeah. And Gohan's like, I was listening to him talking his big and spell voice. No, 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 no. So no, no. Goku catches up just as the leader pulls out. Uh, what? Pulls out? Goku catches up just as the leader pulls out a switch and threatens to self destruct if he is not released not immediately. So there's that cool scene where 17 catches up to him. The main boss, who kind of looks like, you know, like a Koopa fucking brother, he with really weird. bad teeth. Uh, Looks like a Koopa and Goldo fucked or something with like mm, a tail. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Kind of like the Goldo weird. But where the face. teeth come from? I mean Bowser from uh, our Bowser and Mario Brothers movie. Or, uh, yeah, the live it, action. Yeah, he looked yeah. weird. Mario he looked real weird with fucking. Yo, who was uh, Luigi in that movie? Uh, oh, uh, John Leguizamo. It yeah. was Leguizamo, yeah. right? Who was Mario? Don't know his Some fucking, fucking name. But Dennis plumber. Hopper was Bowser and. <laughs> You know, John Leguizamo was Luigi. Dude, John Leguizamo. Did you guys watch the uh, his thing on Netflix, History of Latin America? I can't remember the fucking proper I title. Wanted of it, but... I wanted to. I wanted to. Oh, dude, it's like great. Him. Watch it. I watched it twice. It's I like him as the voice of uh, fucking what's his name in Spawn from the the old um. I'm the old Spawn thing. I'm old Spawn now. HBO series. Oh. He was Violator, I think it was. Hmm. Never watched it. Oh, yeah. Um. Uh, by the time Goku catches up to this Bowser Koopa looking motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Seventeen's um, already taken out his two swordsmen, so two da- two dudes show up with swords, oh, and Seventeen's like, like he like made them appear in a thin air too. He was yeah, like, poof. And he's like, listen, Imagine I don't know if anyone told y'all, but I protect that whole island by myself. Yeah, and uh, I'm a bad motherfucker. I'm a one man army. Oh, mind you, it was all about the fucking purple Tauros that the Minotaurs, the Minotaurs, Minotaurs is what it was called. Cause man, you can get mad space cash for that stuff. Yeah. Books. Yeah, that oh, was where it was horn. at. Because apparently the secret behind it was that you could make a immortality potion from it. I thought you could grind up the horn and then do it as drugs. No, they said you can make an immortality potion. You but grind it up and you snort no it. No one was able then to you're immortal. because immortal they couldn't boner. find one. Because if you can just make an immortality potion from a fucking Tauros, then we don't need Dragon Ball's wish for immortality. I mean, just get a fucking Minotaur. Still could use the Dragon Balls for other things. The Minotaur. <laughs> Dragon Balls are useful, man. No, but I'm saying, like, most of the people that try to get the Dragon Balls, their end game wish is, like, I want to wish for immortality. Yeah, most of the main villains, you know? and nobody well, ever really achieves it short of fucking they're, they're Garlic jam. Jr. Yeah. Um, let's see. Number 17 smashes. Koopa looking homeboy with the bad teeth out the window. Out the window of the spaceship. Uh, which vents them both into deep space. So I yeah. want to just point out here, 17 thought he was about to sacrifice himself and yeah. Goku was somehow going to be able to what? Pilot the ship down back to Earth? 
<laughs> while it was sucking people out of the window. Like, mm-hmm. I don't see how that was going to no. play out. But Seventeen was real quick to quote unquote and Goku go can't to sacrifice breathe in space himself. Either. What's right. that? He can't breathe in space. Can't. But he could tr- instant transmission back to sure. Earth by himself. Yeah. I'm he sure. can hold his breath and stay out there for a little bit, but he can't breathe. Yeah. So what's he gonna do? I feel like he'd be okay. I feel like he'd figure it out. Would he be able to save the animals and himself? Mm. I don't know about that. Maybe. I've seen him do crazy shit. Stop instant transmissioning animals back and forth. I mean, <laughs> maybe he could just like grab a part of the ship and like quote unquote instant yeah, transmission the whole that. ship. Yeah. He could. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Um, but instead, what does he do? He in, he instant trans and this is the whole thing for me. Yeah. He instant transmissions out of the ship, oh. grabs seventeen and fucking space fuck space Bowser space Bowser, <laughs> uh, and instant transmissions them to <laughs> fucking to King where Kai's else? Planet. Where else does he it's go? It's like, dude, this guy says he's Your gonna blow himself up, man. Oh. Where am I gonna bring him? King Kai's cell. Of course. Go to King Kai's every goddamn time. King Kai's like motherfucker, dude. I got. I just got my house rebuilt. <laughs> Halo and shit still. Right. Know. He spits ramen out his fucking mouth. He's so upset. He's like, what the How fuck? How does Kinkai go to the grocery store to get ramen? You're asking the important question, sleeper. I, I was know. thinking. He don't, his fucking, he's not a store on his planet. Um, No, but maybe he's a god. He's always got food for fucking Goku. Maybe he's got like that Momo Yadirozo shit where he can just like kind of create? create things. Yeah. Delivery. Ah, bro. <laughs> Yeah. Grubhub yeah. intergalactic uh, delivery charges Kai, must be interuniversal. Oh man! Luckily, he's a king; he can afford it. He can. Yeah. Yeah. He has his own planet. It's true. I wonder how much wealth. That's like owning an island. What do you guys think uh, King Kai's net worth is? <laughs> a couple millions, any probably. That's not much. <laughs> That's really not much in the well, fucking grand scheme of Dragon Ball. To the grand... He's not Bulma rich. Nobody's Bulma rich. I think Bulma's richer than King Kai. Bulma's he's a like king. Bulma is like the Bill Gates of the Dragon Ball, or the Jeff Bulma's Bezos like now of the Dragon Bruce Ball. Bruce Wayne, because she has all the fucking gadgets, and like super billionaire. Yeah, but she's not fighting crime with it. She makes her husband go do she it. Can fight, she can fight crime with her panties. Um, I mean, I wouldn't call that so much as fighting crime as I would probably like uh, subtle manipulation through you know overt sexuality. Sure. So, what's yeah, gonna so- happen? Gonna blow up King Kai's planet again. First of all, then Dende comes out. And Dende's like, hey, what's up? Remember me? I made that shit float in the last episode. Oh, cool. Hi, Dende. I made the lookout move in the last episode. Remember me? Hey, somehow I know that this dude. Somehow I know that this dude from another (laughs) planet. How does he know? Doesn't actually have a bob in him. And he's not even on Earth either. Yeah. He's in fucking King Kai's planet. Yeah. Yeah, then there's that one second of just dead air where it's Goku just staring blankly with a smile on his face like longingly into the camera. <laughs> like, hey, what is goku oh thinking God. in that second i think i can't remember exactly <laughs> what the reaction it shit, t- shot to that like what the line is but he stares off blankly yeah. and he's just like you could it takes like an extra beat and you could tell he's processing like the, you could like almost see yeah. the wheels turning on his face <laughs> oh man it was so fucking funny it was so fucking funny um uh, so ultimately, this dude can't even move on King yeah, Kai's planet. Because it's extra gravity. Seventeen's like, oh, you don't have a bomb? All right, flip the switch, bitch. Yeah, flip the switch, bitch. Flip the yeah, switch. Managers flip the switch. Yeah, hit him. Meanwhile, yeah, hit him. there's a fucking spaceship full of animals just, just floating. I don't know. It's probably like jettisoning. I'm sure Jettis- there's autopilot. I can't even fucking thing. speak. Um, I don't know what it is, but like with the glass the way it was, with the fucking pressurized, uh, you know, yeah, but what the is cabin it will reseal itself. 
how the bridge it's broken they always glass. Do. yeah but they always do I mean, they have like some kind of safety measures and probably have to themselves. shut it down man repressurizes the camera i don't know there's just a fucking random ass i mean basically when they go back to earth it's just gonna float there and the spaceship's there at the water and they're unloaded at like noah's fucking ark hmm. there is and jocko's there as well the space patrol tapes all around it so maybe the space patrol you know grounded up because yeah. goku's like save the animals oh okay never mind because they are poachers wait a minute this guy's gonna blow himself up i got the perfect place fuck these animals yeah it wasn't even a bomb it was a fucking streamers yeah because he said he was going to a surprise party, party. yeah We've got a surprise party after this. So. Surprise party. Yeah. Thought I'd pick up some uh some streamers. But the coolest part about the Noah's Ark thing was during the Noah's Ark esque like releasing the animals back onto the island, we got that awesome theme in the background. Hmm. Wait a minute. What theme do you mean? <laughs> so awesome. So it's like, hey look, there's a Minotaurus. Oh, look. It's a unicorn. Our giraffe. Thanks, Goku. Is that a ho-oh in the sky? Wow, another uh, unicorn. You saved us. Hey, look, a deer and a unicorn. I guess I'll go with you now, Goku. Sheesh. Thanks for helping me save all these fucking stray dogs, Goku. <laughs> Am I sensitive or am I cognizant? (laughs) Two different things. I feel like if I'm on vacation in Dragon Ball Land, I'm playing this song, sipping Mai Tais by the beach. Everywhere I go. Like, you know what I mean? Like, just... That's fine. Fucking waku, waku, no. I'm on vacation, yo. Just kidding. I don't have a job. No job. Dude, no this is not a song. Bum, 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 bum. I'm a bum, 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 bum. This part. What's that? Ah, oh, dude, right? Like a little, like. Ooh. Yeah, ooh. horns. Is that like an it. oboe or is that like a clarinet? It's something. It could be like a bad sax. Ooh. It's like part keys, part steel drum. Reminds me of, yeah. Ooh, the bongos. The bongos set it off nice, yeah. man. I'll tell you. We oh, gotta shit. make an acoustic version of this. Fucking super dope. Zeno Samagabagubagi. That's so fucking sick. Well, I think that's the way we wrap the episode. Yeah. At least today. Nope, all of them. Everyone. Everything. <laughs> so, like, instead of us getting all amped up with the. We just go like. Okay, guys. That's so fucking sick. Is it though? Mm-hmm. I mean, let's try it out. I guess, but like, I'm not. That's pretty cool. I'm not overly optimistic. Man. I'm overly optimistic. That theme is fucking fire. You think so? Yeah. I mean, I guess let's fucking try it out, man. That's I pretty mean, sick. I, I mean, what do we have to lose, right? What? I guess put your big boy pants on. All right, man. You guys are gonna play magic Cause you're nerds Dragon Ball Fucking super Don't die
What is this? Just snap it along. <laughs> it's kind of like elevator music, though. <laughs> so earlier today, we did uh, the super me Brian sleeper. Mike Norm, we did, uh, and like if you're listening to this right now, then you've already heard it. Uh, we did an episode 87 review for the Dragon Ball Super Dub because we're catching up on dubs. So the way we've been splitting up these episodes the last couple months for Super, or the last couple of weeks rather for Super Dope, um, we're, we're trying to catch up on, on dub episodes we neglected mainly in the month of November. And uh, we're doing it in a mix of ways. Uh, we're bringing in a little bit of everybody before the year 2018 wraps up. And uh, we got people in the room with me. We've got people on the line with me. So I already had Sleeper and Norman didn't yap their fucking traps off this afternoon. So bringing in the AP Mar Jade to talk uh, episode 88 with me. Mar Jade, how you doing? Full of anxieties. <laughs> about what the tournament of power and the impending destruction of universe seven due to goku's recklessness wow that was descriptive. <laughs> <laughs> come on dude what what are you anxious about what's your problem everything <laughs> life wow. in general way to fucking fill the listener in man i'm sure that they're kind of concerned want to make sure that you're doing well and then you give them this vague bullshit like this and you're like oh man well, I don't want to get too personal. <laughs> well, you already fucking opened the can of worms on that one when you okay. let Okay. You guys want to know what, why I'm anxious? Just give us like the roundabout. You don't got to give okay, us Okay, let's dirty Yes. Specific. Okay. School sucks. Mm. Yeah, school's the goddamn worst. Mm-hmm. You know how I know? How do you know? I went to school one time and uh I graduated and then I never went to school again. The end. Oh. <laughs> I didn't go to school because school sucked. That was the end. Um, so, Marjade and I are going to talk about episode 88 today, which, uh, honestly, I'm not super hyped on just because uh, a Gohan-driven episode for the most part. But yeah. <laughs> there is a little bit more. Uh, I would say uh, probably the most expansive like um details we've gotten to this point on another saiyan and universe six on planet sadala um and that's cauliflaw's brother what the fuck's his name renzo so uh i want to talk a little bit about him but you know primarily this is a gohan episode so um, yeah there wasn't much to this episode besides that that was like the main significant point yeah, it opens up and Gohan and Piccolo are sparring and, and Piccolo's like, hey, uh, remember how you told your dad not to tell anybody that the tournament of power was going to result in a universe getting destroyed? Well, he's telling everybody and he told me and I'm all about it. <laughs> that shit's going to be dope. I can't wait to fight in the tournament with all these strong fighters from, you know, across the cosmos. 
which is how they've said it several times throughout the last couple of episodes. Not fighters across all the universes, but fighters across the cosmos. So Piccolo's amped on it. He's got that true like martial artist spirit, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, primarily he's like uh him and Goku have this little side session, you know, before this training session happens with Gohan, where he's like, Yeah, Gohan's, you know, he's strong, but kind of a nerd. Got that latent ability, that latent power, that that shit buried deep down inside, but that nerd ass motherfucker's not gonna find a good way to utilize that. So uh, Piccolo's like, don't worry, Goku. You go to the store. You go to the corn store. You grab me two sensu beans, and I'll whip that kid right back into fighting shape. He'll be his real dad comes in. Right? He's like, listen, Goku. You've been showing him some real dad love now that you've been alive for like three years consecutively. He needs to fucking get some love from his real dad, me. Yep. I'm gonna throw him (laughs) out in the wilderness and fucking make him fight some dinosaurs again with just a sword. (laughs) <laughs> I would pay money to see an adult go on without the ability to like use key or fly, just run around with a sword and chop up some dinosaurs. That'd be a fun callback. Oh yeah. I should draw that. <laughs> that oh my god, you should. Uh for those who don't know, Marjade's a very accomplished artist. Uh Marjade, you should draw like an adult Mystic Gohan. He's gotta have the one bang. You know, yeah, his, his, uh, his fucking massive forehead, but he needs the sword that he had when he was like a four year old kid out in the wilderness for six months, fending for himself while Piccolo jacked off and waiting, waiting for the kid to prove himself. I mean, and that's not to suggest that Piccolo has a penis, obviously, he's asexual, but um, still, he, he wasted a lot of time while Gohan sat around and almost died a bunch months so uh they're getting back to basics with that kind of shit today and uh piccolo tells him you know because gohan he's using um super stand at this point so like he's not really utilizing say the the mystic abilities that he's got you know from the unlocked uh potential from elder kai and the boo arc and you know we all remember when he goes and fights super boo he, he doesn't need to go super saiyan he's got that mystic ability here today we see him going super saiyan and even though Piccolo is a dude who has not been relevant in terms of, uh, you know, power or power level or fighting ability, really, he's not really been relevant since before Perfect Cell happened. Like, yeah, he's been relevant in so long, and uh, he's making Gohan not look awful, but he's going toe to toe Gohan really no problem and really trying to size him up. So they're having this sparring lesson and Piccolo's like, all right, enough. Yep. I get, I get how you are a lazy piece of shit and we will do all of the things to correct you. You lazy piece of shit. Um, so like you said, he's getting some love from his real dad for the first time and seemingly a long time. And, uh, it feels good to see it. It's like a nice little callback to probably one of the best relationships that you really get to see in Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, I've always really liked Piccolo and, and Gohan. And, Until but, Gohan became a little fucking nerd. <laughs> I mean, Gohan's always been a little bit of a nerd, but... Um, That's you know, Chi-Chi's fault, though. Yeah, for sure. But in my brain, you know, everybody always equates Piccolo as, like, Gohan's real dad. They are super close in, like, you know, age, like, years on Earth. 
The Nekians age at an exponentially faster rate than a Saiyan does. So they're only like, what, three to five years apart in terms of age? Isn't that bother anybody else? Like he gets the daddy fucking uh, card all the time, but like Gohan is, uh, you know, just a few years younger than he is. Nothing. Nope. I don't. I don't know. It's because I guess people don't have a problem with it since it's not technically his real dad. But like, I've never. I've never seen it that way. I just think like they have a really strong bond. Yeah, and it's not necessarily like father son, but like there's definitely like a uh, a mutual respect, a strong partnership for sure. And uh, we see shreds of that while they train today. And you know, Piccolo's main uh, argument to Gohan while this is going on is that uh, you know, listen, you can be as determined and pissed off and is bent on defending your family as you want to be. That's all great. In terms of motivation, that's great that you have that, but that's only going to get you so far. You fucking nerd. You need to train your body and learn to refocus and reharness your power. Like you used to be able to do or else all the determination in the world is not going to be able to save you in a fight. And that's kind of like, I think that, I don't know. I guess the main focus for Gohan throughout the Tournament of Power, like Gohan gets shafted in a lot of ways in the Tournament of Power. Um, uh, of all the characters on Universe 7, I'm, I'm willing to bet or willing to, to say he is, you know, one of the least touched on, one of the least utilized, one of the least fleshed out uh, in terms of the Tournament of Power growth and shit like that. But um, this is kind of like his thing. It's like, all right, cool. If we're going to make this dude relevant again, we need him, you know, to have his master be like, Hey, what's up? It's great. That you got these great motivations as a dad and a husband, but if you're still a weak ass fucking bum and not training. It's not going to make any lick of difference. And that's what we've all been yelling at go on for, uh, for years. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Go on pisses me off sometimes. How could he not piss you off? He's a fucking, he's a nerd. Yeah. Are you drinking beer? <laughs> no, I'm drinking whiskey. That's even better. <laughs> Peace. Um Let me look at my notes. <laughs> All right, yo. So the other important part or the other interesting piece of this episode to me is uh, not that Gohan and Piccolo was interesting because it, was, it wasn't. This is about as interesting as Gohan gets with the Tournament of Power uh, arc. And it's the arc hasn't even fucking really started yet. So um, the interesting part of this episode to me is the recruitment arc continues or the recruitment you know piece of this arc continues not only in Universe 7, but it also continues on the other universes. And today we get to see little glimpse of universe six and we see homeboy Kaba looking like a real royal fucking i don't know i don't, I want to say nerd but like he's not a nerd he just got a stick up his ass 
way. Yeah, straight up. He just looks like he's got a super stick. He's, I mean, he's young. He's thin. He's got a stick up his ass. And he's trying to go and recruit uh, a Saiyan that was his captain in the uh, Sadala Defense Force. So this episode is interesting to me because not only do we get to see Rensu, who we eventually learn in a few minutes that he's the older brother of Kalifla, but we get to learn a little bit more about, or or at least hear of the existence of the Sadala Defense Force and how Kaba is like becoming, um, you know, one of the more respected, elite, trusted members of that force. So when I remember seeing this when the dub, or excuse me, when the sub first dropped and thinking to myself, wow, could you guys set up the ability to, for us to go visit planet Sadala any more easily? Like you're giving us this Renzo thing. You're telling us about the Sadala defense force and how Cobb is an elite member of it. That gives him direct access to the King. Vegeta's the King. Vegeta's like his mentor now, blah, blah, blah. Like it seems like they were going out of their way to get this set up for us. And then it's like, series is canceled. We're giving you Broly. You're welcome. Goodbye. <laughs> and I've been salty as hell about it ever since. I'm like, sometimes I have nightmares about Broly. I just want to, have you, have you seen any of the leak footage online yet? MJ? No, 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 no. Nope. Mm-mm. So, it, all right. So get the bust this shit, right? I think I might have already told you this, but this is mainly for the listener. Um, today, Sleeper and me and Norm, we watched 87, and me and Sleeper did a MHA podcast. Um, Stanley Steamer comes to fucking clean the rugs at the house, and they show up three hours after they were supposed to fucking be here. So I'm already annoyed. Jesus. Um, yeah, I wanted to start at noon, and then I was like, oh, no, never mind. They're coming at noon. Why don't we go at 1.30? They should be done by then. Nope. Nope. They uh, they got here at like 3. So one of the guys asks us because he hears us talking as they're starting to get their shit set up. He's like, I go outside to grab something. He's like, hey, what do you guys podcast about? I'm like, oh, it's like anime and, you know, primarily Dragon Ball and My Hero Academia, like. You know, nerd shit. And he's like, oh, that's cool. I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's cool. Not for you. It's nerd shit. And then the dude comes in, the other dude, the guy he's been working with for the last hour. They finish the fucking job. He comes in. I have to fucking sign the check and shit. And uh, he's like, so uh, did you guys see the movie yet? I'm like, what? What do you What do you mean, Stanley Steamer, dude? He's like, Broly, did you see the Broly movie yet? I watched 45 minutes of it yesterday online. And I was like, what? what the fuck? He's like, dude, I love Dragon Ball. <laughs> like, so Dragon Ball is my favorite thing. I'm like, do you know where you're? Like, he's standing in the room where we make super dope. I'm like, do you know where you are? Do you listen to our show? He's like, nah, man. But like, I'm from North Providence. I'll take a card for sure. So he fucking messaged me like an hour and a half later. <laughs> trying, trying, to help, trying to help me find Broly links. Oh, man. No, I, I literally tell myself, I don't want any spoilers. I don't want to see clips from the movie. Like, I want to wait until it comes out. But holy shit, that guy is on his game. <laughs> I just can't believe that he's that into Dragon Ball. He's from North Providence. He's never heard of us. I mean, maybe I can. That's kind of conceited of me to say. I shouldn't say that. 
But like for the last fucking four or five months, I have definitely spent a lot of time specifically trying to market and get in front of Dragon Ball fans local to Rhode Island. So I guess my sponsored and target targeted marketing never reached that dude. Uh, but whatever. Fucking Stanley Steamer dude holding it down. I think his name was fuck. What was his name? Hold on. I got to check. Uh, God damn it. I wish I remembered. I think it was John or Joe or who knows? NJ, what's your bet? Take a bet. Take a guess. What's his name? Stanley Steamer dude. I mean, that's that's what he does, but but what's, I don't fucking what's, know. what's his name? Do you remember what his the first letter of his name is J? Oh shit, I remember. It's Joe. Yo, it's Joe from Stanley. Fuck, Steamer. I was gonna go with Joe. <laughs> Stanley Steamer Joe, dude. So shout out to Stanley shout out Steamer to Joe. Stanley Steamer Joe. <laughs> Welcome to your first episode of Super Dope. You get a shout out right away. Thanks. You did a great job on the carpets. The house smells so much better. Um, we appreciate your, your work, man. And thank you for trying to help me track down links to the Broly movie. Um, but the Broly movie fucking flies in defiance of everything this episode potentially could have set up for us. So we learn a little bit about this fucking former captain in the planet Sadala, you know, defense force, uh, Rensu and how he was captain to Kava and how he was older brother to Caulifla and how, Kaba wants to recruit him for the tournament of power and they're very transparent about it in their universe and that they don't hold anything back. Like they don't have that approach. Gohan has had to this point where he's like, we can't, we can't let them know of the crazy stakes involved. Kaba's like, Hey man, what's up? We need all the best fighters we can. Cause this place is about to get fucked up. Maybe. So are you in Renzi's recently retired and he also has a bum leg. So quote unquote, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, quote unquote, I don't know what bum leg means. Does that mean it's like temporarily hurt? Does that mean it's permanently hurt and that forced him into retirement? Like, what does the bum leg mean? Is it something he can recover from? And maybe if we were to see him again in the future, should they visit Planet Sadala, maybe that bum leg is healed up and he can actually fight again? Like, I, I don't know what retired means in this. Is he an old? I mean, he does look older, but. If he's Caulifla's brother, he can't be so much older than Caulifla that he's retirement age for a Saiyan when they age so goddamn slowly, you know? It's got to be like he's well, fucking... He's not like a thousand years old. <laughs> no, he's got to be like temporarily injured, I think. Because Caulifla's pretty young. I would pitch... I would expect Caulifla to be, you know, at or around the same age as, as Kava. And Kava seems significantly long, younger than, than Renzu. Obviously, he was... Uh, his junior in this fucking planet Sadala Defense Force or whatever. So, how old is Kava? Do you know? I don't know. If I had to guess, I would probably guess around like fifteen or sixteen. Yeah. And I'm basically taking that. He he's obviously a little bit larger, more developed, older, more mature than Goten and Trunks. So he's obviously older than say seven, eight, nine, ten year olds. However, they are however old they're supposed to be at this point, but he's not as old or as mature or as developed as uh, like say a 17 year old future trunks when he first comes back and slices up Frieza. So I, I would probably guess like mid to late teens. I don't know. Maybe between like 15 and 17. He's Whoa. pretty neat. 17 to 19 years of age, although he could be much older since Saints physically age at a much slower rate. 
wow, you pulling up some shit that I just told you about off the top of my head? Yeah, I wanted to. Wait, that what? makes sense, though. That makes oh. sense. So Renzu basically says, you know, Kaba, fuck your face. I can't do dick for you. Uh, you know what you should do, though, is go talk to my sister who Kaba's like, yeah, I know that she's around and I know that she's powerful. Kaba also shows him the Super Saiyan transformation for the first time, which is, is noteworthy for sure. But he he pitches him in the idea of going to try to recruit Cauliflower. And Kaba's like, eh. Haven't always seen eye to eye with the gate with the girl. Um, not really my best friend. I don't know if that's my best bet, but you know, if you're out and you got this bum leg and you're refusing, I, I guess maybe. So basically, Polyf uh, was kind of a bitch, but I'll try. So here's my question for you, and I, I didn't, I don't think I thought about it when I first watched it, but I definitely thought about it today. Um, I've always equated. Cauliflower, to an extent, anyway, like as like a as, as like a female Goku, and her personality traits mirror things that Goku and Vegeta both do. Like she's got the cockiness of of Vegeta. Not to say that Goku's not cocky, but she's cocky in the same way that Vegeta is cocky. Yeah, but she's also got that same like. I don't know that that burning desire, you know, that passion to want to continue to transcend the limit and continue to fight. Like she genuinely enjoys and loves fighting, much like not only all Saiyans, but specifically in my brain, like Goku does. So I always equate Cauliflower as to like a female Goku, even though you know the Vegeta traits are, are very evidently there and the general Saiyan traits are very evidently there. So does that make Rensu the Raditz to Cauliflower's Goku? Like because Raditz, Raditz was involved in, in Frieza's, you know, galactic fucking army or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Um, he, too, is a military man, much like Rensu sounds like he was. So, and I think a lot of people equate Kaba as like a young, light side, bizarro-ish kind of Vegeta. Um, so to him to have, for him to have that kind of relationship with Renzu, Raditz and Vegeta had a similar relationship, Kaba and... Uh, Renzu have this relationship. Vegeta and Raditz have that relationship. Raditz is, uh, you know, talking highly of his much younger brother or sister in this case, excuse me. Uh, and Cauliflower, Renzu. So, like, is Renzu Raditz? Is Renzu Universe 6 Raditz, I guess, is my question. Well, I guess you can say that. But, like, the difference there is the planets and how they worked. And how, like, Mean in terms Saiyan. of like, yeah, like seven are bad, you say then six are good. Yeah, yeah. So it was like Bizarro Raditz with a bum leg. Yeah. Who's, already, <laughs> who, who's retired a little early. Yes. Hmm. I hope we get to see Renzu again. Um, I mean, I know that we're going to see Raditz in the Broly movie as a little kid and stuff, but Raditz is one of those characters. Raditz and Nappa both are... Uh, they're they're those characters that I wish I saw again and never got to. Nappa, you get to see if you you know remember that scene in GT during the Super Seventeen series uh, when Raditz, excuse me, when Nappa comes back out of hell and he fucking raises his two fingers real quick and destroys an entire fucking city, and Vegeta watches him do it. Vegeta's like, "You piece of shit, you never learn, huh?" And Nappa's like. 
haha, Vegeta. And Vegeta's like, nah, fuck you. And he's, it just kills him right away, eviscerates him immediately. And it's one of the most satisfying things to see Vegeta do it again. But like, that's really been the only reappearance of Nappa at all throughout Dragon Ball. And that's no longer canon. So Raditz and Nappa have always been those two criminally underutilized characters, in my opinion. I would love to see them. They're probably never going to come back to life, you know, in the main continuity and interact with the characters in current day. But I do like to see more things about them and, and more things that they've done. You know, maybe a one shot manga or like, a, you know, a little fucking three, four part story of, uh, you know, young Vegeta, Raditz and Nappa off doing their thing, you know, conquering planets and shit. But I don't know. Um, Renzu as a universe six Raditz makes sense to me. Let's hope that uh, eventually when this series comes back and eventually if and should they do make their way to, you know, planet Sadala that we'll see Renzu and have him be maybe a little bit of a conduit introductory kind of purposes uh, to the planet of, of planet Sadala or the king of planet Sadala. Yeah. I really like planet Sadala and the fact that like Vegeta was so interested in it. And Vegeta was just like, Kava, like, you're part of another Saiyan race from another universe. I thought that was cool. And I've always had this idea in my mind, like, Vegeta needs to go visit Planet Sadala now. I want to see that. I want to see Vegeta amongst the planet of Saiyans. That's really all I want. And I understand yeah. it's not like his Saiyans. It's not the brutal warrior Saiyan race. Not to say that the Saiyans of Universe 6 aren't fucking formidable warriors, but they're much more kind-hearted. Um but I still want to see Vegeta amongst the planet of people with fucking tails. That's really what I want. <laughs> so, uh, let me say thank you to Marjade for bailing me out this episode today, breaking it down. Uh, make sure you guys rate, subscribe, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play. I think we're going to be on Pandora soon. Really? fucking strange. I didn't. I didn't think Pandora would ever uh, do podcasts, but um, apparently they do, and we should be on there in short order. So be on the lookout for that if you listen uh, to Pandora. Uh, what else? Yeah, that's pretty much it. DragonBallSuperDope.com, uh, Patreon.com slash DragonBallSuperDope if you want to get early uncut access to episodes of SuperDope as well as our other podcasts. Um Super Dope Plus Ultra. That's a My Hero Academia podcast, obviously. And the, obviously. OG, and the OG Dragon Ball Super Dope, where we break down old episodes of Dragon Ball, and we're going to start taking polls on movies to do and all that fun shit. So uh, five bucks a month. That gets you all that extra bullshit. Go check it out on Patreon.com slash Dragon Ball Super Dope. And we will talk with you soon. Hold on, MJ. You know what I got to do right now, right? What? You already know, girl. And if I you do. don't know... Now you know. Oh, I know, I know. Hold on, guys. Go follow my Instagram at drawings by MJ. MJ, make sure that you fucking get your plugs in there. What do you got? What do you got? We'll see Instagram. That's all I'm on. Just follow my Instagram at drawings by MJ. At drawings by MJ. She's become a phenomenal manga artist over the last fucking year, ladies and gentlemen. So go support, follow her page. Yes, I love this. Oh, shit. Oh, that's a
Sato Zeno Sama Kava Kubagea.